Quincy, if you'll excuse me, I got work to do, huh? Wait a minute. Whoa, here. I am the presiding medical officer. If I tell you you've got a homicide, buddy, you've got a homicide! Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Fantastic. How are you doing, Mike? Good, 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 very good. Sounds All good. Right, so let's just get right into it. Uh, have you watched anything lately? I know last time you were, you hadn't really watched much. You didn't have no, much free time. I, you? How about this I time? S- I still haven't. I, you know, <laughs> I just, I just started. Uh, I think it's season five of Better Call Saul. Um, oh, okay. So you know, appropriate time, since Bob Odenkirk's in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. So sad to hear that he had some hard trouble, but glad to hear he's you know on the mend. So yeah. Um, but yeah, that's about it. That's about it for me. How about Is you? That, that's I, the what's that's the most recent or whatever, right? Season yes, five? I believe it's season five. I think they're filming six right now. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that show too. Um, yeah, no, I've watched a couple of things. Again, people probably think that's all I do is watch TV. Uh, what did I watch? I watched Black Widow. It was fine. The, mo- you know. the movie. Yeah, the movie. Oh, yeah. I saw the movie Black Widow, yeah. With, I think I saw it opening night. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it was, you know, a superhero movie. I mean, nothing, yeah, like, nothing it's, bad, it's, you know. It's what I expected from Black Widow. I think. Right. Ex- exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some stuff was a little it. bit maybe crazier than it really needed to be, but yeah, it was fine. Um, oh, I did watch, uh, though, Bill and Ted Face the Music. <laughs> Is that the, the recent last... one? Yeah, the, the oh. most recent one. Okay, how was it? It was, it was fine. I mean, it was you know, it, I mean, it was, it wasn't as good as like I still like the first one the best because that was just like I don't want to say the most original, but just but it was yeah, unexpected, right? yeah. yeah. Um, so I really like that, but it was it was good, it, and it was um, it was they did tie up the whole thing very good. I think it you know, yeah, it almost it, you know kind of makes you want to cry. <laughs> it's been on our. It's been on the watch list for me and the boys for a while. So we'll have a yeah, get into I, it. But yeah, and I, I don't want to say I forgot about it, but I hadn't gotten around to it. And then I was just on uh, Hulu. I'm like, oh, here it is, Hulu. Oh, Come nice. Free. Yeah. Oh, and then I watched on Friday night. I was home all by myself. Uh, so I watched <laughs> uh, all by yourself. A quiet place too. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to see that. I haven't, but uh, you know. Yeah, it was it was fine as well. Yeah. <laughs> don't want I mean, don't want to give too much away there, but Yeah, it was quiet. Um <laughs> It's a quiet movie. Yeah. It was it I mean, was it better than the first one or worse? Probably not as Probably not as good cuz it was a little bit, you know, it was a a different kind of story they're telling this time around, I think. Yeah. Um, I think I I don't know. I I heard some, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, so I'm about to say something. But I heard that uh, heard that it was more like a prequel, like they kind of went to the the priest in the beginning. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Interesting. Yeah, because I'm like, wait, isn't he dead? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, right. spoiler for the first movie. You didn't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this. I will say this. One thought that it kept 
creeping into my head, which, you know, you kind of said, not this, but something about horror movies yourself, how you don't find them scary for the most part. Right, right. Usually because you just like, well, how is this even possible? But like, and I'm not giving away anything here because this was in the first movie. So again, if you haven't seen the first movie, I'll be giving away. But, you know, so the girl, you know, she's got her... um hearing I don't know if it's a implant or what it is or if it's just a it's not a hearing aid I know that like a regular hearing aid so I think it's one of the I can never say that word how to say it but cochlear implant I'm not sure if that's right but anyway and she you know they they figure out that the aliens don't like the noise the feedback it gets and it feeds back when they're there the aliens are close by and that's how they kind of get around them the first time and and they use it again in this one and I'm like no one else thought of this the whole time (laughs) (laughs) that they're sensitive to sound and like maybe like a high pitched frequency would take them down. You know, no one in any governmental agency or scientist thought of this. So yeah. Anyway, so I kept having that thought. I can see that, you know? Yeah. Cause I mean, it was fine overall. I mean, everyone did a good job in it. It's just, like in the first one, you you didn't see like the military on the streets, like trying to combat this or whatever, you know. Like that's what I would no. expect if that if that was happening. Yeah, but. and you don't see it in this one either. Yeah, but you know, to each their own. Right. All right. Anyway, but you know, know what else I watched? What I watched Quincy go fight City Hall to death. <laughs> to death. What the, that's a hell of a name, it's a too. For a, it's a pilot, right? Well, and this goes back to one of our, I don't want to say first episodes, but like early episodes where I mentioned like this is how all the shows would be back in the day. Like they'd throw the death or murder in the title just to like, and you know, they'd always have the announcer going, tonight's episode, countdown to murder or something like that, you know? <laughs> and this is like death, the same like thing. Like you can't Go imagine. Fight City Hall to death. You know, which, right. I mean, he, I, the title kind of fits for the episode, but it's just, it was right. a little much for really what But it yeah, was. you know, and maybe, I, to be honest, I don't pay attention to episode titles. Like, usually I don't you, either, right. Usually. Looking back, yeah, sure. But I also th- was thinking, we're probably desensitized a bit too, right? Like, like that was probably like a shocking, you know, headline, <laughs> you know, and people be like, oh, we got to watch, you know, Quincy. City Hall to death, and then yeah. you know, and now it's just like everything is like, it's got to be like nuclear holocaust, <laughs> you know, right? Like Zombies, you know? yeah. Well, and yeah, and this was back when the begin when this show. So this is the first episode, and this is when it was part of the mystery movie night thing, along with Columbo and stuff like that. So it was like rotated in. So it's kind of a movie almost length. That's why it's a little longer. Oh yeah. Um, but I I did not. Real, I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I'm looking right now. I, I'm assuming he was the creator too, but I know he's definitely a writer. Glenn Larson was part of the yeah. show. I did yeah, not I see realize name. that. Yeah, he's the produ- producer. I did not remember that at all. Like all the shows that we've done already that have been Glenn Larson shows, I did not realize that Quincy was one of them. Hmm. I don't know why. I can't say I knew one way or the other. But. Even though I have the first three seasons on DVD. That's impressive. Yeah. Well, I think it was like a box set. My yeah. wife gave it to me for some... Some thing. holiday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know which one it was. 
I'm not even really sure where the DVDs are. Like, I didn't even watch it on DVD right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's on well, TV. Well, for a couple reasons. Like, one, I like to occasionally grab, like, screenshots and stuff like that. And you can't do that on DVDs. Like, it gets blocked and it doesn't let you do that. Okay, yeah. Um, but, like, you know, we watch this on YouTube, by the way. So, thank you, whoever put this up on YouTube. Um, which, maybe by us talking about it, is going to get it taken down. <laughs> but... <laughs> Because, you know, with the reach that our show, Mike, the powers that be at YouTube might hear this and be like, you know what, we need to take that sucker down. I'm sure all the traffic we're sending to that channel right now, (laughs) they're already questioning it. They're just like getting inundated. Universal Television is going to notice this and be like, we got to take this sucker down. Yeah, yeah. All right, so why don't you give us a little details about this one, Mike, since we kind of jumped into Um, it. Yeah, so, yeah, jumping – I mean, the show jumps right into it as well. So it, it opens with a couple on the beach, and it's kind of like a, a air shot. Um, in fact, it's like we're looking down on them. Like, I thought they fell off a cliff and were dead. But as we as, – as, I really did. Wait, are they dead it, already? There's two dead bodies. No, I know like exactly we're starting what you're out with, you know, We're yeah. starting out with death. But, yeah, so then it, it pans in, and you see them. They're just kind of laying there, and, you know, the man – there's a little, you know – pillow talk or whatever and the man's like you know th- he thanks her for, for what i don't know what and he's like yeah you know i just i couldn't do it without you and she's like well i love you and it was you know so you're like oh wow this is like a little romantic beginning here and um he just wanted her to know how much he cared and then he leans over to you know to give her like maybe a kiss um but instead he like snaps her neck <laughs> like, just, like kills her on the spot you're so. hurting me yeah. yeah yeah it was not uh not great and so by it was the like way 20, 20 seconds in you know and it was right like, yeah we're just we're just gonna kill her right away yeah. um now i don't know if you recall but this guy we've seen him already one i mentioned too that he was in the brady bunch he was um Carol's ex-boyfriend from high school, Tank. Remember? Tank. Oh yeah, that was him. And okay. Think, and I think it was was it the was it Fantasy Island we saw him on? That sounds. I'm trying right. to remember now. Yeah, because he wasn't a Fantasy Island episode, and I think it's the one we watched. Because um, shoot, now I lost the Fantasy Island. It was called Playgirl Smiths Valhalla. Does that sound right? Where she was sick of male chauvinism, and so she turns the tables. Doesn't bring up an Oregon rancher wants a chance to lead a commando raid. Does that seem like no? <laughs> it doesn't. But it has with Leslie Nielsen. I don't remember. I can't remember now. And that's the thing. Someone else that's going to listen to this that's listened to all our episodes, which is you know maybe one person. Um, they probably would remember. They'd be like, "Yeah, no dumbasses." You said you said this yeah, right? when he was on this episode. I mean, he was in tons of stuff from back in the day. Like, he was in everything. He was always the bad guy, almost, too. He was in Charlie's Angels. He was in MASH. He was, I don't and think I, he was a bad and, guy. And I think it, it's because, and I didn't realize this, but he's a big guy. Like, Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't know no, what his stats are or anything, but, like, in this episode, at least, it was clear that he was bigger than most people. Right. And that was kind of a key to this. Oh, no, no, never mind. Someone else. Um, yeah, but um, anyway, yes, he's... Uh, He's a big dude, and uh, that's probably why he always played the big guy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He was a little bit typecast. Yeah, but you know, apparently it worked for him. So, 
Um, so anyway, so what? We cut right to now back to uh, Quincy on his boat, right? With his girlfriend, right. Lee. Yeah. So at first I was trying to figure out, is it, is it his wife? <laughs> is it his girlfriend? I don't remember him being married, but um, but yeah, we learned that it's his girlfriend. You're right. Right. And they're trying to play cool. Like they're not, you know, this is just, you know, casual thing, which makes, which is probably good because they're about 20 year age difference between the two. Yeah, um, I, n- I noticed that. Now, and I don't know if you recognize her. Her name, um, she's played by Lynette Meddy. She was in tons of stuff back in the day, too. But she was in uh, a lot of MASH episodes. Um, she was in only, she was, but for this, so she was in seven total episodes, I guess, of Quincy. Basically, yeah. it seems like right when it went to going to like a regular series, they kind of like dropped her out of the show. And if I remember correctly, there was like no like thing like where she was <laughs> like they broke just up. Stopped, it was just like he just stopped just seeing gone. her. <laughs> Things got too busy just at work. Gone. So. Yeah, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But um, if you see her, you know she was in you know Columbo, Canon, Hawaii Five O. Yeah, I, I know I've seen her in a ton. And when you mentioned Mash, I can like picture it. You know. Yeah, yeah, she was uh, in like six episodes of Mass Mash, so kind of, kind yeah. of a quasi regular. Um, but anyway, yeah, so you'll you'll know her if you saw her. Uh, so anyway, they're kind of chit chatting, you know, talking about hey, they want to have no connection. You can come and go as he wishes. Blah blah blah. It's right, almost no like obligation. when in Seinfeld when uh, um, Jerry Seinfeld and Elaine were like the, trying oh, to. Yeah. Set their thing up. No, we don't. We don't have to call each other. We don't have to do any, you know. And right. um, of course, immediately when they're making plans to go somewhere, I think on his boat, he gets a call from Sam. Sam that someone died, and uh, you know he's the only one on call that day. R- right, right. Which, mind you, every time that Quincy gets a call saying he's the only one there, Sam is already there. So Sam is already <laughs> the only one working ever. Like, Sam. I don't think Sam sleeps. He must have a bunk bed or something in that office. Yeah, he's an overachiever. I mean, <laughs> yeah. He definitely I, I don't know, to be honest, and I don't even know, like, what, what, what is he there? They just call, he's just Sam, but, like. He's just, like, he's, like, the medical assistant He's not a doctor, I yeah, I guess he's just a medical, you know. But they never say, like, is he, like, a intern or a student, you know, like. Right, but, right. Um, yeah, and he's just there constantly. And. I will say this too. Quincy barely ever sleeps too. I mean, he's he's running to Mexico. He's like all yeah. over the place. This is what, I don't, he's and, passionate. And that might be why he looks a little older than fifty four. Besides yeah. the, all the cigarettes and whatever. Was he really re, he was really fifty four? Yeah. He was fifty four. Damn. All right. We Mike and I uh we had this discussion uh this weekend. because Mike we went out to dinner with our wives and we were discussing how old people were in back in the day and how people aged differently. <laughs> and I mentioned and how that, disturbed we are by this. Yeah, right. Because you know, it's been a meme on like not a meme. I don't know what you ever call it. Like a theme on TikTok where people are talking about that. But I also saw someone mention on Twitter. They're like, you know, people always freaking out about how everyone looks older back in you know the '70s TV shows and stuff like that. But like, but also back then they just were allowed to hire uglier people, <laughs> which. Yeah. It's kind of true. It could be. I mean, for now. Now you got to be I'll, like flawless to be like on TV or anything. I'll say Sam, like the medical really assistant. Weird. Yeah. He, he's like probably the best looking person I've seen on 
'70s television. Like, yeah, he is, he looks like he looks like a like a he should be a model, <laughs> right? Exactly. Maybe he was before this. And by the way, I was before this today. I was watching a Mash episode, and he was on it. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, wow. yeah. Talk about typecast because um, they they gave that guy at one point in this episode. There's like some racial mm-hmm. slurs being slung. I know. I I came really close to actually recording something they said, and I'm like, no, I I don't think I can pull that one off. And now, and the thing is, is like what they said, like it it was a joke between Quincy and Sam. And I could see, like, if they were, you know, real friends or whatever, they, you know, you can feel comfortable making that joke with them. Right. But then putting it on TV is slightly different. (laughs) You know, yeah, because you're putting it out to other people who might not be so comfortable with that. So right, but again, this is back in a time where it was like acceptable to like that's that was acceptable. Oh, so here, Robert Ito, according to IMDb, Canadian-born actor of Japanese descent, obviously, was for many years a dancer with the National Ballet of Canada. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Did not know. But yeah, so they, they made a couple of, like Japanese jokes in, in there that. Yeah, there were a couple. You know. They were like, ooh, ooh. yeah. Uh, but anyway, but, so uh, where were we at? So he gets called in. And yeah, he so goes right, basically to the crime scene, right? Right. So he he jumps right in and he's uh, at the crime scene and examining the body and recording his findings like on the spot right there, and. Um, you know, it's your typical stuff, you know, whatever. She's dead and she's got something in her hand or whatever. But she's like, there's something adhering to her foot. So I made a note of that because I was like, that is going to come back. And this is going <laughs> to, this is going to like, he like peels like this, like gummy stuff off her foot. And I'm like, this is going to be, it's all about whatever this is on her foot, which never came up again in the entire <laughs> Yeah, <episode>. never. <laughs> nope. They were just showing uh, that he was thorough. He was very thorough. Um, and oh, and then so then you know, kind of like right there. Then we start the um, uh, like the credits or like where you would expect the like the intro to f- start. But, but wasn't it just like yeah, it was, was the no episode. Intro. Yeah, yeah, because just, again, this was part of the mystery movie thing, so they didn't have its own like intro at that point. And I can appreciate that. I this is like the first like episode that. or whatever, too. So, that's p- kind of the way they should do it. Like, you know, when you're watching something on Netflix, you get like that, like maybe a 10 second intro. Yeah, and it's and then it goes away. Like right. when you hit skip intro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I like when that. you skip like, intro on something that someone worked hours and hours <laughs> to make, and you're like, well, "Fuck this!" I, guess I heard it, it once. Beca- <laughs> it's become so automatic to me that I just thought they were only like three, three to five seconds long. I know. So, but but that's like someone's my life's span work is just stuff, getting you know? skipped all the time. It's like, yeah, I'm either going to skip it or go to the bathroom during that time. But um, but yeah, it was right. Cut to the chase. They just kept going with the show. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but there were some and, some cops talking, and the cops are like they're ready to like just write this off. They're like, "Eh, it's your classic rape," <laughs> you know. And like, who who's the ME? And, and it's, it's like, Quincy. And the guy's like, "Ah, shit," you know. It was like, yeah, the, was, Lieutenant uh, Monahan knows he's in for some shit now because yeah. Quincy's on the case. 
Yeah, so apparently Quincy's trouble. And uh, and Quincy's pissed because they got some rookie who doesn't know how to handle a crime scene. He's, like, touching everything. Yeah. So you can see right away, like, Quincy's pretty uptight. I mean, it's his job, and I get it, but, you know, at one point the cop's like, dude, let us do our work, you know. And I, I was almost, like, sympathetic for the cop. I'm like... Wait, you talking about I know what it's like to have, Monahan? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I know it's like when someone's riding you, man, and you just like, <laughs> like back off. You don't know what you're doing, you know. Yeah, but that's but, that's uh, like a theme like throughout this whole show. But I yeah. will say this in this particular episode, and I don't know about the other first ones or whatever. Monahan and Quincy definitely fight more now. Like I. I saw one today. It was a season three episode, and they're like out to eat, like hanging out. <laughs> you know yeah, what I okay. mean? Which so makes it definitely sense changes. Too, yeah, because like even I was like, but, "God, Quincy, lighten up!" And then <laughs> you realize you realize like, no, he's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as and you he go gets through pissed it, so. at Monahan too, because at one point he's like, "It's a textbook case." Of, you no, know, it's like it's simple rape. It's simple rape. He's like, "I didn't know there was a thing to simple rape." He's like, "You know what yeah, I mean." Right. You know, right, right. But you could see how they would become friends, and like if that was a real situation, you're at first like this guy's a douche because he's just constantly like slowing us down. But then you find out he's like he's good at what he does, and he's right. Then you're like, oh yeah, well now you give him some more leeway because you know the guy's not you know just a pain in the ass. He's good. He's right. good at what he does, and he knows so it. I could, I could and I want to say too, and I couldn't find this. I swear that like the whole backstory with Quincy was he was like a regular doctor with a practice and everything and he gave it up to be the me yeah wasn't yeah. that the would, case but i, like I didn't a, say that like on the wikipedia page but you know yeah I, but you're led to believe that because of some of the things that happened during the show like he knows and also and, you know. and also a county medical examiner wouldn't have their own boat to live on true good point <laughs> they don't really get paid yeah and i don't money. even know what like what are the qualifications of a medical examiner i are they that at that level of an md i don't know well, yeah, Maybe. yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to be qualified, I'm sure. But it's a, uh, I think it's a, um, what you call position, like voted on position, elected position. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Interesting. But I don't know how you go and vote for one. You're like, I don't know. Is he a doctor? Sure, whatever. <laughs> I know, right? It's a weird position to. Or maybe they're, maybe they're, you know, um, nominated or not nominated, like appointed given it by the mayor, appointed by the mayor. Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but anyway, right. while they're there, though. Um, at that point, they're you know chit chatting. Quincy's getting pissed at him. Um, they get a call that someone's been shot by cops. <laughs> someone's been shot, and it could be tied to this case, right? Like the, somehow, yeah. So they know that it you know it's something to do with this because they ca- got a guy with the purse and with the girl's purse or whatever. So right. they go there, and you know they the guy's been shot like a few times. He's on a gurney being wheeled off, and. You know, they're like, yeah, it's him. He's got his, pur- she's got, it. he's got her purse. It's, you know, that's got to be the perp or whatever. He's like, I don't know, man. His hands are awfully small for this. It was a bit, <laughs> yeah, to snap someone's neck. But again, I was like, in reality, yeah, the guy's got her purse. She was just found dead. Yeah, right. I would think it's him too. You know, but you know, not Quincy. He's like, no, that's, uh, you know, that just means he took her purse. It doesn't mean. Well, where's he gonna get it? I don't know, but. So, yeah, at this point, I still have sympathy for the, the police. I'm like, he will yeah. not back off. You know? No, he won't. But, you know, that's the whole, again, his whole thing. He's the only one that can do it. All right, so yeah. then we go well. back to the office, 
and Sam's there because Quincy called him in. It's like three in the morning at this point, and they want to run some tests. Right. Um, he calls his girlfriend, and you know it's late and everything, and he's like, "Hey, but you know, I'm trying to get this fingerprint off her neck. You know, it's a new technique that I'm developing. You know, we want to make sure this works. And basically, this technique is they have the picture <laughs> of the." <laughs> Of the uh, the neck, and they're like zooming in with a microscope to try to see the fingerprints. I'm like, huh? Yeah. Right. Surprisingly, right. it didn't work. I, I was shocked, but yeah. And then at this point, we get to see Doctor Aston for the first time. He's like in charge of the office. I don't know what his exact title is. Um, yeah, I don't he's, know either. But he, he's Quincy's he's clear- boss and like the boss of the whole deal. <laughs> like, yeah, he's clearly clearly the boss. Yeah. Not that Quincy gives a shit, because... Right. And, you know, Dr. Aston, you know, at this point gets a call from Lieutenant Monaghan. You know, he's waiting on the report from, you know, and he finds out it's Quincy. He's like, oh, of course it's late. And now we see, at one point, somehow we see the mayors on TV. Isn't the office, I think, right where Quincy is? Yeah, because they're watching it. It's the deputy mayor, I'm sorry. Yeah. He's on TV. I don't know what he's talking about, but they start asking him about the girl... And he's like, well, you know, I don't know. All I know is they got some kid that was shot by the cops and looks to be tied to it or whatever. And, like, Quincy's all mad, like, oh, of course he's making it into a rally. I'm like, he was walking up the steps and they asked him about it. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, all right, so what, what – all right, let's see where we're at here. Uh, I think Aston now goes down to the thing to find out why they're not done yet. Mind you, this is like the next day. Like they've been working all night. Why is the report not ready? I mean, oh yeah, you yeah. got to give them a little time to do some stuff, right? Right. But Quincy's not willing to give up any information until yeah, everything is like every T is crossed, every I is dotted. Right. And you know, the cop's like, "Throw me a bone," you know, or not the cop, but was it the boss? Right. It was the yes, boss then, yeah, back. yeah. He's like, "Give me something." He's like, "So I can get this guy off my back." Right. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, oh, this, so the, the, he asked for the, didn't he ask for the blood type to see if it matches? He asked Sam. To right. Fi- find the blood type, see if it matches this guy. And, all right, I'm totally alone. But he, like, right? kind of tries to whisper it, too, so Quincy can't hear. Even <laughs> yeah. He's in the same hey, He's can like, you, can you get some blood and just don't tell him, right? Just, yeah, it's like, just take care of do this. it. <laughs> but, yeah, but Quincy overhears him, so he's going to. He's gonna take that himself. He pretty much tells Sam he has to go home. Right. He's like, and, uh, "Why do you get some sleep, Sam? You've been up all night." <laughs> yeah. Even though so, I called you here, Quincy goes to get the blood, and here's what, or you know, to check the blood to see if it matches or whatever. And I'm thinking, you know, blood type. There's like what you know, a very limited combination <laughs> of blood types you can have. Not right. really sure this is gonna prove anything, but. Um, yeah, because it's so not like go- they were doing like a DNA thing. Yeah, they right, were just right. they were just doing like, blood. Ch- uh, blood he's O positive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. Uh, there are twenty million people in the L.A. County area that are O positive. Yeah, right. So he goes to get the the blood type, and while he's there, like the he goes in to see the patient, or no, he was actually with the the nurse at the desk, and the dude goes in to like flatline, and so. You know, they call the doctor or whatever, right the crash cart. And, and Quincy, like, revives the guy. He's like, give him, like, shoot him up with this and give me those paddles. And he zaps the guy back. And uh, and it's funny when the doctor comes in, the doctor's like, who are you? You know, by the time the doctor got there, the guy would have been dead. But 
Yeah. Uh, but they didn't, I don't think they really cared either. But this was one of the things where it was like, yeah, so Quincy knows what he's doing, you know, he's obviously. You can't, yeah. you can't just walk in and do that, you know. Right, right. Some kind of medical. But this was also, like, I love the, like, I mean, they, they still do this stuff now, but it's not as, like, how they always make, when they're shocking someone so dramatic back in the 70s, like, the guy's, like, basically, like, jumping out of the chair when they yeah. shoot, shock him yeah. up. <laughs> I wonder if that really happens. I mean, I guess no, it does that. Would, you don't <laughs> think your muscles would like tense up or whatever? Yeah, but you won't go flying out of the bed like you're on The Exorcist <laughs> or something. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I mean, because try- they do that stuff all the time. Like now they have those AED things. They do the same thing, but it's. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe these weren't as targeted, but I still don't think you like launch out of the bed like these that. were just like you will convulse for up. sure. Um, but I think you more like tight and tense up or something. I don't know, but <laughs> but that's how they would always do that. And like you know, he did the whole. Didn't he do the whole thing where he like punches him on the chest too? Yeah, yeah. Socked yeah, him on the chest a couple times. Started with that, yeah. <laughs> Till they got the paddles, but um, uh, all right. So where are we at? Uh, so he flat. So then he comes. He comes back with the with the blood type, and it matches. And the lieutenant. Oh like, yeah. Okay, he did it. You know, <laughs> Quincy's like, no, 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 no. You know, like you said, there's like, you know, millions of people with the same blood type. Right. And uh, and and then he goes into the handprint on the neck being too large. And she didn't smoke, but they found cigarettes on her coat or whatever in her pocket. Right. So, you know, they were like, she was there with somebody. And um, so then. Um, <laughs> well, he even says, it's like. <laughs> He's like he had cigarettes. She had cigarettes on, and he's like, "You're offended, offended by that as a doctor." He's like, "No, she had no signs of being smoked." He's like, "What?" So the rapist is like, "Here, hold my smokes while I, you know." <laughs> yeah, and then you know, funny. and Monahan makes a, kind of a good point here. Um, I don't, I don't know if you're gonna say a good point, but like he's like <coughs> nine times out of ten, the person knows who rapes them, right? And that's. I don't know, I mean, I don't know if that statistic is exactly right, but I'm saying, but he, you know, it's highly, it's usually what it is. Um, he's like, it's not someone that just jumps out from behind the pier, like in the movies. It's, you know, someone they already know. So they would, them, her having the smokes wouldn't necessarily mean anything because they were just hanging out, you know. Hey, can you hold right. these for me? Um, right. So th- that is a good point, and that's on his side for sure. Yeah. Um, and now he goes back to the hospital, right, to check on the kid? Yeah, because he can't sit still. So he goes back to the hospital, and he goes, you know, to check on the kid. The, and the guy's pissed at him first. He's like, "You're the son of a bitch who saved me," you know. It's like what? Yeah. And then Quincy like chews his ass out. Then, <laughs> well, I got I got a clip of it. Yeah, because you know, so he <laughs> the kid's mad that he got his life saved because he knows he's going to go to jail because they're going to pin this on him, and he's and he's like. They're going to love someone young like me. He's like, I'm going to be murdered in there, basically. And then Quincy gets mad at him, saying, well, you're a punk-ass thief anyway. Right. Um, but here, here we go. I just re- realized now to put these clips in, so hopefully this works right. I got a great life ahead of me. Really feeling sorry for yourself, aren't you? Wouldn't you? Oh, not after I just ripped off a dead person's belongings, no. Hey, I thought you wanted to help me. That's right. I don't like to see anybody become a patsy for a crime they didn't commit, but that doesn't mean I like you. You're a punk kid who would rip off a buck wherever you would get it, and I hope they nail you for it. I'll try to see that they don't nail you for what you didn't do. Why? Not because of you. 
because somebody took a beautiful young life and they snuffed it out. And I don't want to see them get away with it because our system was able to lay it off on you. It's like a couple of kids arguing. Yeah. But that, and that's like, that is like perfect Quincy, like right there. Like this is no different than the rest of the show is forever after this. And I actually posted a, <laughs> posted a, a picture of him pointing his finger. I'm like, you know, when he starts pointing his finger at you, you know you're in for some shit because he's going to yeah. fucking yell at you and he's probably going to be right. Yep. All um, right. So then now uh, what? He goes to the mayor's, or deputy mayor's office. And, right? Because he wants to talk to him about something, about this stuff. You know, because, oh, oh it turns right, out right. this girl works for City Hall. Right. And this is now the second person, or do they not even know that yet? I don't, do, do they know this yet? That it's the second no, person that works for City Hall that was found dead? No, no, not yet. No, okay. So this is the first person. Um, he talks to the secretary and she's like, doesn't seem to really like the girl that's there. He's like, did she smoke? Was she a health freak? He's like, she was the pushiest broad I ever met. (laughs) (laughs) She was a bitch. Pretty much. Yeah. She didn't like her at all. And And she's like, she had a strict policy of working her way to the top. She's like, you should go see the last guy he worked for, the little squirrel. (laughs) And that was like uh, the controller or something, right? Comptroller, like, yeah. Oh yeah. So okay. he goes to him now to go see hit him. His and did you notice who he was? Did you, he look familiar? Yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, he was in a ton in of it. stuff, but yeah. he was Murray from Matt Houston. Oh, okay, Matt Houston's All right. like yep. accountant type person or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that guy's been in everything. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, George Weiner, like. Any show from like 1970 through 1990, he's been in like one episode of everything, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at least, if yeah. not more, obviously. But, um, but yeah. So <laughs> the secretary, you know, rings him. Uh, there's a Dr. Quincy here from the coroner's office. Uh, what is it? What was was what? What was you here for? Yeah. I'm busy. I'm a busy man. And you know, Quincy can hear all this shit. And he's like, huh, this seems a little fishy, right? And he's like, you know, basically tell him to make an appointment for tomorrow at, at four. I'll, you know, in the afternoon. I'll be, I'll be have time then. He's like, okay. And um, the so the funny thing is, you know, he's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll see you later. I'll see you tomorrow at four. So the secretary's like, oh, can you know, can I use your phone for a second? I gotta call back to the office. I forgot about something. She's like, oh, sure. And he picks it up, and I was gonna say Murray. What was it, Marcus? This is his name on this one, his yeah. last name. Mr. And he was on the phone. You can hear him going, oh, okay. oh, I'm in trouble now. There's someone There's someone here now already or whatever. And he's like. Yeah. And then Quincy's like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you on the phone? <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow at 4. <laughs> yeah. It was a good play, though, you know? Yes. It was a very good play. It was a very good play. All right. And then so Quincy goes home. To have dinner with his lady, I guess. I'm, I guess it's yeah. her place. I don't know. Because yeah, he lives on a place. boat. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're talking about the case. And he's, like, so caught up in it. Then he finally realizes, like, how much effort she put into this dinner. And then he's, like, upset because he's, like, <laughs> you know, you can't do this. You can't make everything such a big production. It's supposed to be, you know, no strings or whatever. And then, you know, she's, like, just being nice. It's just what she does or whatever. And then the phone rings. At her place. And she's like, you might as well get it. It's for you, I'm sure. 
<laughs> so he he picks it up like all like ready to give it to her, and it was Sam. So he was calling. He's like, "Look, they found Marcus dead. Um, so he needs to leave." And it, now she's kind of pissed. I think. Yeah. You know? No, she's definitely pissed. But, but she's still ultimately the most understanding woman, right, in the world. You know, given all you know, he's mad at her. He's always running out, and then she's never really mad at him. But, um. But as he he leaves, so she's just kind of standing there with this dinner. So she just takes like the salad <laughs> tongs and like flings the salad into the air, which I like. Yeah. I thought that was a nice touch. But yeah, a little light, little light comedy. Yeah, yeah. Lighten the mood a little bit. Yeah. So Quincy gets to I guess see the body or whatever, and it looks to him it looks like like a hanging, um, but not suicide because he was uh, hanging. Yeah. Yeah, because he was hanging. And, and there was a note, right? They found a note. <laughs> well, yeah. So oh, no, first the note he's like, was oh, Yeah, yeah, never mind. Yeah. He's like, first he's like, you know, yeah, it was made to look like suicide, but it wasn't because, you know, the vertebrae didn't separate or whatever. And he's going on this whole, whole thing. And then, you know, he's telling this to the cop. The cop's like, you might be onto something. And then they walk up, <laughs> another cop walks up. He's like, yeah, they found a suicide note. And then the cop's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> Basically, right? Exactly. He's like, oh, you might be right. And then, ah. Uh, Dumb act. Why did I believe you? <laughs> right, right. So, let's see. Then um, he calls his, his friend. He, Quincy calls the the girlfriend. Yeah, he goes um, to Danny's, though, first. He goes to Danny's, which becomes a mainstay of the show. Like, every episode, they go to Danny's to go eat, pretty much. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Danny's is, and Danny is, you know, part of almost every episode. Not every episode, but a lot of them. A lot, yeah. Yeah, they go and hang out, and um, <laughs> like the one I was watched today from season three, they were going there for lunch, mind you, and they were playing a game, and all the cops were, I I swear to God, they were getting wine with their lunch, <laughs> <laughs> and Quincy was getting a hamburger and a beer, and I'm like, well, maybe it's the end of the day, but he gets a call from Sam Saying, hey, Aston's leaving the office at three. He wants to see you before. He's like, okay, I'll come by after lunch. I'm like, you, well, yeah. I mean, I guess you could do an autopsy if you've been drinking because it's a dead person you're anyway. Not, you're not going to kill anyone, but, but yeah, you might miss some key pieces of evidence. Right. But, but the cops, I, I don't know. Maybe I misheard. Maybe I misheard and they weren't getting wine. I don't know. Even if that, even if that was all going on, I think what was even worse is that Quincy was writing prescriptions on napkins. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, this is this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Just so, like yeah. randomly to people, <laughs> right? Because he calls. So okay, so he's at Danny's. He's at the bar. He gets a drink. Right? He calls Lee. She's not answering the phone. She's looking at it ringing, or no? She's not even looking at it ringing. She's reading a book and just like ignoring it. Ignoring totally. it. Yeah. Perfect. And yeah. So Danny's like, "Hey, uh, oh no, he's uh, Quincy says, hey, I got a headache.'" And Danny's like, "Well, I got some of those pills you gave me <laughs> back before." <laughs> Which and, takes and out a whole like, new connotation now yeah. with the whole opioid, opioid crisis, right? right? And Quincy's like, yeah, give me a couple of them. So he takes a couple, like, just takes a couple and, like, washes it down with whatever he was drinking. Right. And, th- and then, and then he's like, wants, what is, oh, Danny says his his wife has tonsillitis, so he just starts writing a prescription out, right? Like you said, on right. a napkin. Yeah. Like, and then Danny's like, oh, no, I got a prescription pad here. He's like, you do? He's like, yeah, I got it at the stationery store. I'm like... Did he have one made up with Quincy's name on it? Like it was. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, because, yeah, they give me a hard time at the pharmacy with these napkins. Like, yeah. So you're going to go make some fake pharmacy pads? <laughs> That's better. Yeah. 
I don't know. Oh man, it was great. I mean, but but then again, the, from this era, that probably I don't want to say it's that far off, but it's probably because I've seen this in a couple of episodes or a couple shows actually in. Well, it wasn't a prescription, I don't think. Maybe it was. But in that one Columbo we watched with Leonard Nimoy, remember Columbo had a tummy ache. He's like, well, here, take a couple of these. And he starts writing something (laughs) up. Yeah. I mean, he was a real doctor and probably had a real prescription pad. But Yeah, right. And and he at least saw the patient right in front of him. The other guy, like my wife, you know, who's not even there. Yeah, my uh, wife. uh, wife Needs some painkillers. Yeah. Yeah, at least he wasn't writing painkillers. He was going to write an antibiotic. But again, that's yeah. how we have a uh, drug or uh, bacteria resistant antibiotic, or I mean, antibiotic yeah. resistant bacteria now. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Because Quincy was writing drugs without <laughs> not seeing anybody. That's, I, that's what the CDC has kind of traced it back to right there Quincy. To the Quincy, yep. Right. To Quincy yeah. and all the yeah. 70s TV doctors. <laughs> Yes. Marcus Welby, Trapper John MD. We're going to run. <laughs> exactly. They're all at fault. There's a, there's a big lawsuit going on. But um, uh, All right. So anyway, so now some lady of the evening walks in, or at least we're pretty much led to believe she's a lady of the evening. Right? Yeah, they, they pretty, yeah. Yeah. I mean. I think she even says something about how there's yeah, they no may one even here have to, said it. with any money or something. Right. I'm like, yeesh, okay. But they, he and Danny start talking about how he's like, "Hey, Danny, how strong you gotta be to lift a dead body over your head?" Yeah, and the lady's like, Ooh, "What's going on here?" And they basically try to, they basically recruit her into helping him. They get her like at first she's like, "I don't care how drunk you get me, I'm not doing anything like this." And the next thing you know, they're at Quincy's boat, all of them hammered, driving in the car. It- it, it was the most the, driving in the coroner's car. It's marked coroner, and it, it's got Quite the light on top. Yeah, Holy I didn't notice who was dry. Who got out of the driver's seat? Was it Danny or was it Quincy? I think it might. I have thought been it was Danny. Quincy. I don't know. I, don't I thought know. it was Quincy. It was dark. It was hard to tell. It, yeah, they are. Would make they are all hammered, so it really doesn't matter. Right, and and it was just the most bizarre scene. <laughs> so they basically have this drunk lady there, and. Uh, they're all drunk, I should say, and they're trying to get her up in a noose that they made to see if they can lift her up to put her in this noose, being regular size guys. All right, so l- let me let me just recap what you said so far. <laughs> the drunk coroner and a bartender are trying to lift a hooker <laughs> up and get her head in a noose <laughs> on a boat in the middle of the night. Right. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Right, exactly. Like, I don't know if the two drunk guys fall and accidentally really hang her. (laughs) And then he's got to explain it to Lieutenant Monaghan. No, see, (laughs) what I was trying to do is I was trying to prove that you were wrong, that there's no way this kid could have killed this girl and hung up Marcus or whatever. I don't know. But instead of slipping Um, and and choking her to death or whatever, they – they try to hoist her just as <laughs> Lee, Lee pulls up and right. walks up and yeah. sees them. Right, because Lee decides at one point, she's like, oh, I can't be mad at him any longer. Like, you don't hear that, but you can see it in her face. All right. She's going to call. She decides not to call. I'm just going to go drive over there. And she pulls up right then, and she sees this. And why she didn't just turn around and leave and never call him again, I don't know. <laughs> 
But and she did she make the comment like, like, "You are a sick man." <laughs> <laughs> right, and then like, next thing we know, they're going to Mexico together. Um, right, but that's right. for a little bit later on. Um, so what happens? So he's okay. So next he's at Monahan's office, hungover, <laughs> like in a quarter, basically. Yeah. And um, he's like, "Hey, were there any fingerprints on the cigarette pack?" And the guy's like, "Well, yeah, there was the cops that touched it." <laughs> um. <laughs> The girl, and then like one smudge that could have been anybody. He's like, could have been the rapist. Like, right. could have been that kid. He's like, it wasn't the kid. You know, he's like, the kid was. What did he say? Something like he wasn't around. He, he couldn't murder Marcus because Marcus, he, he was in jail or he was in the hospital. He's like, well, Marcus was suicide. Right. Like, what are you talking about? And they get in a big fight. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He gets pissed. Because um, they won't take his word that it, it was homicide, and now they brought another examiner in on the case. So Quincy goes yeah. to talk oh, to his. Yeah, that's right. The, he's like, "You brought another what?" <laughs> <laughs> so they go to talk to he, Quincy. Goes to talk to his boss, and he's like, "You know, basically that he's being influenced, or you know, he's on right. the take with the right." Because now he thinks, and I think this is how we get into the the title of the episode. Because he thinks everyone is trying to cover this up. Like, right. either there's a serial killer that works in City Hall, or they just want to try to keep it hush-hush. Right. But he's like, you know, that's a bullshit report you got right there. He's like, hey. Aniston's like, it's my report. He's like, I did it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you? Um, But yeah, and that he does basically accuse him. Aniston gets kind of pissed. He's like, no. He's like, I don't, I can't, I but, don't really. So I then he's like, you know, he's basically like, Are you, all right, you're, you know. I'll call your bluff. Get me a, get me an appointment with the deputy mayor for four p.m. So he oh, so he picks yeah. up the phone and he and he does it. And Quincy's like, "Oh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think you were really going to do that." And he's like, "Well, <laughs> you know, well, I did. So now figure this shit out." And um, so he goes and he meets with the mayor, and he he goes to the mayor's office and he's telling him, you know, basically these things have been made to look like accidents, but they're all broken necks, and you know, it's these aren't accidents and you know, someone at City Hall's in on this. He doesn't know who. And he's like, oh, you know, I got to go to this appointment, but this is great information. Thanks for keeping us looped in and, you know, continue to do that. So things seem good. He's got someone on his side now, finally. Right. And and then while he's at that office, he also talks to Marcus's secretary again, Peggy. And, you know, she's kind of, you know, he's asked her if she's worried because, you know, like two girl, two people have been killed in the office. And, you know, oh, yeah. she's, or she was nervous, and and uh, he's like, "Well, you're not superstitious, are you? You don't have to worry about you know happening in three. Is that?" She's like, "Well, I am," but she's like, "But I'm not worried about that." He's like, "Well, why not? Because we already had three. He's like, "What do you mean you've had three? He's <laughs> like, "Someone else from here?" She's like, "Oh yeah, they were on their honeymoon. They ran off a cliff in Mexico or something, right? <laughs> something like yeah. that." And uh, he's like, "Yeah, but it's weird, you know. Her husband never came to pick any of his, her stuff up, but you know." That was it. Well, and, and when when she had the accident, he's like, "Well, how did she die?" She's oh like, yeah, they said she broke her neck. Yeah, she had her seatbelt on. They think it wrapped around her neck or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's common. They think it formed uh, a noose. And although back then, tree. did they even have shoulder harnesses on those cars? No, pro- probably not. Yeah, a lap belt if you're lucky. You know? Right, exactly. Um, she was at his, <laughs> She would have just been launched out the window, really. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so Quincy, like you said, he's happy. Lieutenant 
um, sorry, deputy mayor is going to look into this, talk to those people, whatever. Next, we cut to Yankee or no, not Yankees game. Dodgers. Dodgers game. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why I said Yankees. Sorry, Yankees fans. Um, and he and Lee are just kind of hanging out the baseball game, and you know, by the, I will mention this. It'll come up important later. Stadium three quarters empty. <laughs> just to point that out right now. And he's, you know, game starting pretty soon already. And, you know, all of a sudden he looks and there's the deputy mayor walking in. Like, yeah. of course, like right by where he's sitting almost. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's uh, 40,000 seats there and he's going to be <laughs> like one aisle like, over. Y- y- yeah. Um, and they make eye contact because the deputy mayor's looking around. He's like, oh, shit. And yeah. Quincy, like, just gets up and. Lee doesn't say anything to Lee and just gets up and goes up by like the hot dog stand right. and the deputy mayor comes up to him and says and he's like hey he's like so what happened to your meeting he's like well you know got canceled and I'm like yeah, I might as well go to the baseball game I'm like when did you buy your tickets he's like or something like that. basically he says he just got you know he just decided to come he's like the game's been sold out for weeks again <laughs> three quarters empty yeah yeah um. So basically, the deputy mayor is like, "Hey, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do." Um, actually, I got a quote of it because he kind of does a little dig at Quincy at the end. I thought so. Here we yeah, go. yeah. Well, my appointment was canceled at the last minute, so I decided to go to the game. Oh, you a season ticket holder, sir? No. Why? This game has been a sellout for weeks. You know anything about sellouts, Mr. Collins? Look, Quincy, you're into something here that has to be handled very carefully. Well, not at all. It'll be handled. By who? You? I don't trust you. Now you're being abusive. Not very smart for a city employee. What are you going to do, Mr. Collins? Fire me? That would be overkill. And I don't personally get involved with the peanuts. I don't get involved yeah. with peanuts. Mind you, he's the deputy mayor, which basically, I mean, so what do they do? What does a deputy mayor <laughs> even do? I don't, I mean, the only other time I, I've heard of a deputy mayor was that Michael J. Fox show. He was the deputy <laughs> mayor for, for the other guy. But I don't, right. I don't really know what they do. Right. I mean, you you know. you're Where's the mayor? That's what I want to know. <laughs> right. I don't know why you're tooting your horn so hard there being deputy mayor. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, so now he goes to Aston. He's like, hey, there's some sort of conspiracy going on. Something's going on. And, you know, it's um, something. And Aston's like, what are you talking about? He's like, we got departmental procedures, blah, blah, blah. He's like, they're getting all pissed at each other. And he just leaves. And he goes to see the kid again at the hospital. Right. Why? Not sure. I I don't know why, but now they're like the best of friends. Right. They, they were about to kill each other before. Now Quincy just walks in. He's like, truce. And they're like, yeah. ah, you know, slapping each other in the back. Yeah. <laughs> so. And they don't really even say anything to each other. No, I, I, I don't really have. Uh, yeah, that's all I have is like now they're friends. <laughs> right. And so then it's like, nothing like, he's like hey, this. I just want to yeah. let you know I'm still working on it. I'm like, you needed to. Go rush off and do that. I think he just wanted to get away from Aston and the whole office and cool and again, down a little bit, but that's fine. Quincy's a bit fidgety, so he, he can't <laughs> sit still. He's right. constantly on the go. Right. Uh, so then he shows up at Lee's place with flowers. She opens the door. And she's like, 
Where did you get them? A funeral? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Appropriate. I thought that was pretty good. And he's like, hey, we need to get away. He's like, what do you think about going to Mexico? He's like, you still get, like, plane tickets, right, as being a flight yeah. attendant? She's like, that's expensive. He's like, well, don't you get tickets? <laughs> like, all right, oh, yeah, so you invite like, her to Mexico. <laughs> yeah. And she has to get the tickets. Right. And she says something like, well, it's only for family. He's like, well, what about, you know, close, close friends? We're like family kind of, right, you know. Um, but you know he doesn't bother telling her the real reason why he wants to go to Mexico. No, why would he? Which, I mean, anyone would be pissed once they found out. Like <laughs> right. any, like Mother Teresa would slap you for you know. <laughs> and it even is worse because so they get they they land you know they get in their car and they're they they pull up at this super nice hotel it looks like a Four Seasons. She's like, oh, this is an, I've heard about this is really nice. She's like, yeah. He's like, we're going to come back here later for dinner. <laughs> he just like, drives yeah. off. Let's go check out some other places. <laughs> yeah. He's like, where are we? She's like, where are we going? He's like, oh, no, 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 we're going. And they end up at this place, like, I don't know, like in the middle of nowhere. And he's like, hey, we're going to be like the locals. And she's like, where's the key? Like, he's like, we don't need one. The doors don't have locks. Yeah. And then, I don't know if you caught. Did you see? Like, he opens the door and kind of peeks in. He's like, Ooh. He shuts the door. Yeah, he's like, yeah. why don't you go in and take a nap? And I'll be yeah. back later. I got to go make some call, make some, uh, talk to some people. Yeah, so he just and dumps then, her in Mexico. Yeah, right. And I guess he goes, is it like their medical examiner? I guess that's who he's going to talk to. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so, so he goes, yeah, so he goes and finds this guy and... He, he's talking to the, the doctor who saw the body of the woman that was in the car accident, right? So he wants to find out more about that. So he convinces them to dig up the body because <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how that would happen. Well, it, it's just like like he does all the time. He just does a long monologue and just says, and then like, they do it. yeah, like, you know, well, yeah, one to get him to stop talking. <laughs> but also, he just talks about how you know sometimes a dead point, dead body can point to the cause. Blah 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 blah. He's like, fine, like fine, just fucking dig it up. So, I don't care. <laughs> so, and and so the grave is on like the corner. It's like at an intersection on the side of the road, <laughs> right? And it's like they buried her where she died in the car accident, right? And they dig her up, and he does the autopsy, like there on the, you know, right there. On well, the did spot. you notice too? Lee drives by while they're digging the body up. Yes. Yeah, she's like when she drove you, by. She stopped, didn't she? She got out. Yeah, yeah. She gets, she's like yeah. you couldn't find a dead body, so you had to dig one up. <laughs> yeah, the fact she gets that she all the found good one liners in this show, by the way, she she does. Um, but then it turns out this, you know, he discovers that because they unburied her or dug her up, um, that her neck um, was also broken. And it was homicide, right? Um, and. He finds oh, so then they d- Lee in they the bar. Go- yeah. Remember, she, she was sitting oh. in the bar, and he goes in there, and she's sitting in there drinking. Oh, he's yeah, He's explaining yeah. to her, and he's like, hey, the name and address that the guy gave that left there was phony. And there's some dude in there that just is spying on them now. We see right, him. Right, right. Yeah. Well, he he saw them, uh, like, un- like, dig up the coffin, and then right. he followed them to the bar. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then... Um, so that they leave the bar and they decide they're going to go to the scene of the accident. Not sure why. <laughs> yeah, no. um, and so they get there, they're about to leave and the bad guy comes pulling up and 
they get in their car and this guy's in like a you know ratty old pickup or whatever and he hits the back of their car and starts pushing it towards this cliff so he's you know they're forging ahead towards this cliff and it's you know it starts to go over and um you know Quincy opens her door and pushes her out and then he jumps out himself um and then somehow the pickup truck got like latched onto the bumper of the other car <laughs> and so he, he was like the momentum of the car going over the cliff pulled the pickup truck so that dude died it was but i was pretty uh surprised and disappointed that the cars didn't explode because that's what they should do that's what they do in every show that's what they're supposed to do right <laughs> But, you know, like I said before, I think that, you know, in in, uh, TV shows in L.A., they always drive off a cliffs and explode. Maybe in Mexico, they don't explode. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. You probably have to get, like, an extra permit for that. (laughs) I don't think they were really in Mexico. (laughs) I don't know. They could have been. Who knows? Yeah, they could have been. Yeah. So Uh, now we end up, uh, they end up in the hospital to get checked out, and, uh, Basically, they're making Lee stay there because she, you know, something's wrong with her hip. Is that what it is? I don't know. Yeah, her hip hurt. Yeah, so they got to do an x-ray and they want to examine him. They do examine him, I guess, but whatever. But he... Uh, He's like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. But they're like, right. no, we're, we're examining you anyway. Yeah. So he heads over to the police station there and he find they... Uh, he finds a phone book. Oh, the phone book that the guy had that was in the truck the cop had on, like the Mexican police found. And he right, looks right. at the phone book and there's one phone book or there's one phone number. So like he goes to the, I think he tells this to Lee. He goes there and he's like, there's one phone number I recognize. She's like, who's like mine. He's like, what? <laughs> but basically it was like the County or the city hall phone number, but different extension. Okay. That's and she, he's like, well, she's like, well, do you know whose extension that is? And he's like, well, no, why they didn't just call it i don't know but they didn't and so then he's like well i you know i probably should go and check this out and basically he just like ditches her at a mexican hospital he leaves her in the hospital where someone just tried to kill them (laughs) right and he just leaves her yeah this yeah she no wonder she was only in it for seven episodes. That was like six episodes too long. She should have left him <laughs> in, in this episode. But Oh, man. But she's like fine with it. I mean, maybe they, she was on some heavy drugs at this point. Right. <laughs> right. Maybe that's what it was. So back at the office, uh, Dr. Aston finds him there. And he's you know yelling at him about how they've had years of duties and routines and setups with the police and he's ruining it all by all this stuff and he's scheduled to give a lecture to some new cops uh, about you know the forensic science now if you hear what he's saying this is exactly what the intro is that everyone remembers of the show where yes. he's talking about you know welcome to the fascinating sphere of medical doctor or police procedure I don't forget what he says and so he's like you gotta go do that and he's like, Sam, you go with him and make sure he doesn't try to bail early on it. And right. Sam's already like, this is going to be trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so he like struts in there. These cops are like lined up in front of this body on the thing. And <laughs> Sam, there's like another guy with Sam, like in a trainee or whatever. He's like, right. this is going to be brutal. Quincy's in a hurry. And <laughs> he just starts 
I don't know what he's doing exactly, but he's obviously making it as gross as possible. And yes. these guys are just dropping like flies. Like again, it's the intro for the show. Yeah, yeah. And, and you think, never real like at the intro, you never realize that you know this is part of his ploy that he's trying to get these guys right. to drop so that he can. Yeah, you know. exactly. And uh, he at one point, Sam even says to the guy that's with them, the the intern or whatever, he's like, "This would make this would be hard for a third year medical student to take." And then that Doctor Bolts, <laughs> yeah, he runs out. Yeah. Oh man! But then they're all dropped, and he kind of looks. He's like, "All right, I'm out of here." <laughs> yeah. It was perfect. And now, this part, I don't want to say it confused me, but I didn't understand. So, he shows up at the Harbor Commissioner's Office. Oh, because that's what the extension was, right? That's how he figured out where to go. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, how did he know to go to the Harbor Commissioner's Office? Even though that is not in City Hall, I guess they, their phone number must still they, be. Did he share a phone number? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but this is, it's just where so he's he wants to, kind to look of phone at number. the logbook. Yeah, he wants to look at like a log of phone calls, and you know, he looks at it the late, and he's, he's like, "Why is this changed?" She's like, "I don't know." He told me to change, something, you know, and he yeah. could tell there's something that they're trying to cover up, and he's like yelling at her, and he's like, "I don't know what you're talking about. I just do what they tell me." And right. he's like, "Well, where's the commissioner?" It's like, "He's on vacation," and he's on vacation, and then we cut to. Some drunk guy out in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> we we cut to yeah, we cut to a guy floating on a boat in the middle of the ocean and a sailboat like coming from nowhere to meet him. Right. And I was like getting seasick watching the boat rocking, by the way. I don't know uh, <coughs> about you. I'm not I'm not a a, a fan of ocean boating. Um <laughs> What kind of what kind of boating do you like? And I will to do? say in Hawaii when we went we did go on a uh, boat to go uh, snorkeling and I was fine on the boat actually because when we came back it was rocking pretty hard and I was fine for me a lot of times what happens with me is I get off the boat that's when it all hits and you me. feel like you're still on the boat right the ground feels like, like it's still I moving. felt like yeah. garbage afterwards and I, I remember we got back to we ate lunch and stuff and I was doing fine and we got back to our condo and I'm like I gotta go lay down for the one. <laughs> Everything needs to be still, and yeah. that is why I've never been on a cruise except for a honeymoon, where there was one day when I felt that way. I'm like, yeah, really? I'm not doing this huh. yet. Um, I was trying to look to see who the commissioner was because he looked familiar, but I can't find him in the IMDb page. So, oh wait, here I he is. I did not recognize him, but <laughs> it has his name, not like Commissioner Woodrow Parf Parfait. Parfait. He was in a few uh, Clint Eastwood movies. Interesting. Maybe that's where I've seen him. Hmm. Several Kojaks. All right. Anyway, so where were we? So, yeah. So, so the, uh, the sailboat comes up to meet him, right? Just like you said. Right, right, right. And who's on the boat? The giant man. The giant man. The killer. Yeah. But it turns out they're like in cahoots. So he's like, hey, right. look, nobody can tie any of this back to us. You know, it's... Uh, We've got the checks. Uh, we're just going to need to cash them. I'll be in Switzerland tomorrow. We'll cash them. And, uh, you know, it's all good. And uh, so, you know, he kind of puts the commissioner at ease or whatever. And then he sits next to him and puts his arm around him and snaps his neck. <laughs> so basically, you know, no one, there's no ties to this guy whatsoever. Like nobody knows of him. So now that he 
he kills the commissioner, he gets all the money. So I'm still kind of unclear on how the girls work in this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the I mean, I know like the one girl in the beginning of this episode, she has some ties to somebody. I don't know. He might. I don't know if uh, they were either. stealing checks somehow, and he was maybe they yeah maybe they somehow got the checks to go through to because they needed signatures and stuff. But yeah. Um, anyway, all right. Um, so what now? So we're at. Oh yeah. So we end up seeing Monahan come into the docks, and Quincy's already on the boat, and like, hey, this guy's dead too. This commissioner guy, he's got a broken neck. I'm not exactly sure how did the boat get back there. I'm assuming someone towed it. <laughs> Maybe it drifted right back. Yeah, it drifted yeah. right back into a, and uh, his birth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so oh, so finally Monahan's like, all right, tells him not to talk to. Oh, because the press is asking him questions as he's walking up there about the commissioner and missing checks or whatever. And he tells Quincy, he's like, hey, keep your mouth shut to the the press. He's like. He's like, I'm, I can't talk about this. I'm under orders, you know. So Quincy's like, figures out that Monahan does know something now, and he's trying to keep it quiet, and he gets kind of pissed. He just like looks at him, he's like, whatever, and he just fucking leaves. Yeah, to me, like I thought, I'm like, all right, well, he's in on it because he's telling him not to right. talk, you know. Yeah, but I don't think he was in on it. They were just trying to keep it quiet to. I don't right, know. I didn't realize that at the time, but yeah, yeah. You're right. Try to keep it out of the press until they figure it out. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so then he calls Lee, or he's talking to Lee on the phone, and he's and she mentions she's like, "Oh, yeah, okay, I I saw this in the paper." He's like, "Oh, about the commissioner or whatever." I'm like, "How's that in the paper already?" She's like, yeah, "No, right. about the missing checks." And he's like, "What?" So he had no idea. About the missing checks, and I guess at this point they've been cashed, and or whatever. Um, and Monahan and all, tells and him, would, "Go ahead." He was he was talking about the the guy. He's like, "Yeah, there's one other guy involved in this, and no one knows who he is. We have no way to trace it. You know, right. whoever the husband was that was driving that car, we just we don't know who that is." Yeah. And Monahan says he a, didn't find out about the checks until after the comptroller died, so he was kind of out of the loop too. And he's like. This guy could be anywhere. We have no leads. All they, and Quincy's like, yeah, we do. He's big. I'm like, that's not really a lead. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a lead, Quincy. I mean, uh, now you've got all the basketball players in the western part of the country. <laughs> that's as, as much of a lead as the blood type was. So, What, is Kareem just... Abdul-Jabbar part of this now? What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, He's a suspect, let's just say. Yeah. He's big, so it could be him. Um, but... Then Quincy gets this genius idea. Do you know what you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> I don't know. I just all well, I know like, all I know is that he goes back to Mexico to finally pick yeah, her up, and well, she's all he goes he goes back to Mexico to pick her up. Well, I don't know if that's why he went back. I thought he went back because he's like, we have a way to identify this guy. That doctor is so goddamn thorough. He made me take off my shirt so he could examine me. I know he has X-rays of this guy. Oh so yeah. They went, so they went in. Yeah, I didn't catch the doctor, it the time. Yeah. The doctor gives him the X-rays of this guy. Still, I don't know how that would help you because he gave like fake name and stuff. <laughs> He's gonna but, post this on the board. Have you seen these lungs? 
Have you seen this rib cage before? Do these ribs look familiar? (laughs) So, so, um, he gets these, he gets these, uh, x-rays, um, and then he realizes the dude doesn't want to leave a trace. So he's going to come back to get these x-rays. So at one point, but I, isn't it only it like, like two years later after this girl died, and he's finally now yeah, just going to figure out to go back? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and mind you, he was just in Switzerland to cash these checks. Yeah, he gets around. Why wouldn't he's he just in, stay there? He's now in Mexico. And at one point, I thought Quincy saw someone was following him. Yeah. But then the the next thing you know, he's like back at his hotel without a care in the world. So, yeah, it did seem like he was looking around like he thought someone was there. Yeah. But yeah, so then so then they okay, say I think even Lee even says, How many times does a girl have to go off a cliff before she learns her lesson? Yeah, right. Um exactly. Oh, but they did check in under an assumed name. They used the name right. Smith. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because now this point, I don't know if they're at the hotel that they checked in or they, they looked at the first time, because it is much nicer. Yes, it is. Probably. And um, so they're in there and they're like, they've got like, I don't know, champagne or something on a cart in there. Right. Quincy's Quincy's getting it ready and, you know, suddenly out of nowhere, the door busts open and it's the the big guy. And he's like, where's the girl? (laughs) And, And Quincy does this move with the champagne bottle. And throws it at the guy, <laughs> and and the, I mean, the guy's armed, uh, but he throws a bottle of champagne at him, and then like chases him. Or I think runs. he hit him in the head, did. didn't he? Did he hit him in the head with it? Maybe. Either way, but he tackles him though, and yeah, yeah, he tackles him, and then the guy is chasing him. So yeah. now Quincy's kind of on the run, and the guy's chasing him, and he eventually catches him, kind of by the pool, right? And he. Goes into the like, you know, rear naked choke or whatever that move is. Right. He does. Mind and, you, he's doing this choke on Quincy. 60 other people out there watching this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's like a banquet going on. And, uh, it's like someone's wedding is going on. And he's like, just going to choke this guy in front of him. And then they, they didn't explain this, but Quincy like reaches back and hits like some pressure point on the guy. Yep. And, and the guy like collapses. Yep. Collapses and, and falls and in the, the pool. And the Mexican cops come and And somehow know. Quincy was able to drag this guy out of the pool. That yeah, probably weighed like two thirty at least. <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted he was in water, but still. But still getting him out of the water, that would be hell. <laughs> yeah. Getting a you know, if anyone's been a lifeguard, I have not. But I'm, i imagine they teach you how to take a body out of the water that's you know, not moving and it can't be very easy. No, right. But uh I would like to know that pressure point that would That'd be a nice move. Yeah. Just kind of w- walk up to people and do that. Yeah. Just drop them at right. work. That would be handy. You're in a meeting and someone's like <laughs> calling you out on something. It's like you the like, Vulcan whack. grip. Vulcan uh, <laughs> death grip. Yeah. T- tap their neck. Down they go. <laughs> but, so then uh, we're back at the office and uh, they're watching TV. The deputy mayor's on TV saying, hey, we got the money back, and we didn't lose a thing. Quincy's like, well, you had three people die that were part of the office, but sure, you yeah, yeah. didn't lose anything. It's like, oh. and, then, and one of the reporters, because Quincy's like, yeah, ask him who signed those checks. And they ask him, and he's like, well, I did. You know, It was normal for me to sign checks. How would I know they were bad? 
He's just, yeah, he's like, it's pretty much just a rubber stamp. Yeah. You know, Actually, it wasn't it. back at the office because Lee was watching it with him. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, she's like, hey, did anybody thank you? <laughs> he's like, well, no, but I wasn't fired, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was the end. But, yeah. And that's how I could see how this, you know, the cop would be like, yeah, that, that Quincy, he knows what he's doing. So they could be friends he's over a time. Yeah. pain in my ass, but he knows what he's doing. But then that's not right. unlike how Columbo was, right? Columbo was a pain in everybody's ass, but he got yeah. shit done. You know, he got to the bottom yeah. of it, you know. Right, right. So exactly, exactly the same. Well, not exactly the same, but the same. No. But anyway. Similar. Yeah. Now I know yeah. I know this show kind of changed over the years because Jack Klugman kind of got really involved and he wanted to do like more environmental stuff. Like they did a lot of that stuff later on about you know. Oh really? Yeah, stuff affecting people and killing. You know, did they did the typical drug stuff too? Kids getting hooked on drugs or fed drugs and you know he but he had part of a lot of that. Stuff. But I guess there was one episode in the second season where. He's that's the only episode he's not in. It's called Where's Quincy? Or has anyone seen Quincy or something like that? He refused to do it because the the plot of the episode was a body comes in, it turns out not to be dead, and he's like, There's no way Quincy wouldn't have caught that. He's like, I can't do this episode. So that's a that's actually kind of impressive that he stood up for the character, not even him. It's like the character yeah, right? that he's playing. He would not be he would not let something like that slip through. That's interesting. Yeah. When actors when actors do that, I find that very interesting. Yeah, yeah. And because he know he couldn't get fired. Like Sam, yeah. if Sam would do or Robert Ego yeah. I should say not Sam, but you know, if he would do that, they'd be like, We'll find some other guy to do your spot. I mean, it's happened yeah. countless times in T V shows, but Right. Maybe that's why they got rid of Lee. She was finally like, Look, no woman would put up with this crap for so long. Yeah. And they're like, All right, exactly. you're out. <laughs> But overall, I thought it was a but good yeah, first episode. I mean, I can see how. Yeah, me too. You know, this went on for what seven seasons? I think seven seasons, seven yeah. or eight, right? I think it was seven. Yeah, yeah. I think it's worth yeah. It was good. I liked it. I yeah, liked it. I mean, I, I, remember, I used to watch this all the time. You know, it. Um, yeah, I think I, I remember some of the later episodes as opposed to the earlier ones, but um, yeah, like nothing comes to mind. But I, I just recall watching them. You know. Yeah. And then I think he even, and I, I guess I didn't realize this. So he does end up getting married, like at the end, like remarried, you know, not at the end, but somewhere later on. But I guess the person he gets married to is the same actress who played his first wife in a couple of flashbacks or whatever, like with him. So it was like the same person. That's hilarious. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, you know, I, I definitely had fun. I thought it was good. Um, it's It's interesting how, like I said, Monahan pretty much hates him at this one. Um but like later on in the series they're just hanging out, drinking, eating. Yeah, yeah. Aston's like I said, always I could, I could, Aston's always kind of the same to him, I think, cuz he's obviously a superior, so he's always got to kind of be yeah. different, but he does does definitely let him slide on more stuff, I think later. Yeah, yeah. And Sam Ito somehow never gets promoted. Sam, not Sam. I'm <laughs> Um, mixing his real name and his character's name, Sam, never gets uh, promoted or anything and never gets a different job, which isn't fair. Well, he's doing what he does. So I enjoy it. You should watch it. Go fight City Hall of Death. 
You could find it. We found it on YouTube, like we yeah. said. There's other places you can find it. It's not on any other real streaming service, though, from what I can gather. Um, unless it's on right, something right. that I don't pay for. Because I have too many the way it is, and I'm not going to get any more. Yeah, it's getting out of hand. All these <laughs> yeah, streaming exactly. services. Every day, someone else has a new streaming service. I'm like, I don't need more. Just I know, right? It was supposed to be less. supposed to cut cable. You right. get like Netflix and you would be done. Yeah, but, instead yeah. now you have to have like 35 services that cost you more than having cable. Exactly. So anyway, that's our old right. rant for the episode. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, anything else you want to say about this one? No, no, I enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, I'll watch, I'll watch more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll check in on Quincy later on. All right, so for this episode of I Used to Watch This, I am... Mike Forgetto. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Mike Sullivan. Talk to you next time. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.